So I have a confession. The 15 and 15 minutes with Fuzz is really just a guideline. <laughs> when I decided to do a show, I said, you know, if I'm going to do this, it's got to be something I can repeat each week. So I said 15 minutes. That's it. That's the cap. However, if I go over or under, I'm not going to beat myself up. This show is about positivity after all. And so when I have a conversation with someone that's really interesting or compelling and things run long, I'm not going to cut that short. And if I have a conversation that says all it needs to say in 10 minutes, I'm not going to try and pack with filler. You don't need that. Neither do I. So today's episode is with Jay Fisher of the Boys and Girls Club of Washington County. I've known Jay since I was a young pup in my early 20s working at the radio station. The Boys and Girls Club of Washington County is a tremendous organization that helps kids and families all over Washington County. So my conversation with Jay went a little longer than 15 minutes, but I'm going to give myself grace just like you should. And I'm sure you won't even notice because Jay is fun and has a compelling story. And with that, here's 15 minutes on the Boys and Girls Club of Washington County. So Jay, the Boys and Girls Club of Washington County is obviously a huge asset to kids and families in our county and our area. How many kids does the Boys and Girls Club support? Well, throughout Washington County each year, we serve about 2,500 kids. And we have six different locations throughout Washington County. But I mean, the Boys and Girls Club has been open since 1998. So we have served 60,000 members. We have a lot of different programs and we try to put kids in a you know, in a situation that they can succeed. So we have arts and crafts programs. We have technology programs. We have sports programs, cooking classes and different things. So there's a lot of different programs, a lot of different things that kids can do at the Boys and Girls Club. We've served a lot of kids over the years. Mm -hmm. We probably serve about 500 kids a day after school. And, okay. Uh, in the summer, about 600. So and you're at, though the Boys and Girls Club is at a number of different schools, plus you have some standalone yeah, locations. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. In West Bend, we have a standalone location. We've done some renovations on that building. It's a 30,000 square foot facility. We have 1,400 members in, in West Bend. Mm -hmm. In Jackson, we're partnered with the Park and Rec Department. We built that facility about 10 years ago, and the Boys and Girls have raised a million dollars for that, and the village and town threw in three million, so we have a beautiful facility in Jackson. Great. In Kewaskam. We have been in Kewaskam since 2008. It's a partnership between the Boys and Girls. So we're in the Kewaskam Middle School, Kewaskam Elementary School. They have about 400 members. And then Hartford came along about three, four years ago. We started in a church, outgrew that church right away. And now we have Boys and Girls Subs at Rossman and Lincoln. Okay. And they have about 400 members as well. And so each day after school, the Boys and Girls Club is always open when there's no school. So on a right. uh, after school or school day, we're open from 3 to 8 p.m. And then in the summer or non-school days, we're open from 7 to 5. So One thing that blew my mind when I learned about this and having you know kids and such is how low the fees are. And that, that sure. and it's, it's very accessible for anyone, right? Yeah, no question. Boys and Girls Subs, it's $50 a year to belong. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of kids who are scholarshiped in. And since we're part of Boys and Girls of America, a national program, and so our fees can only be about 3% of our budget. Okay. And that's what's required. Boys and Girls of America requires all the clubs around the country. There's 26 clubs, organizations in the state of Wisconsin. There, there are clubs all over this country. And so 
3% of the budget, and I think actually we're about 2% of the budget. So it's $50 a year. There's a little extra cost for uh, field trips, a little extra cost for sports leagues. But when we see kids, we know the kids and families pretty well, and they, they can give us you know, some of their uh, payroll, and, and we can take a look at that. And so there are a lot of kids, about 28% of our kids, 2,500 a year are scholarshiped in. Sure, and, but but there's no income requirement for, no. to get in. Your income doesn't matter if you want, if your kids want to. be It in does not matter. What's so cool about here is I worked in Milwaukee. I worked in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Here it has turned out over the since I've been here since 1998, it has been all kids. We just run programs. We'll verify income if we need to, but everyone is invited, and that's what it's turned out to be here. I've seen boys and girls who've been in them for over 30 years. It's amazing to me how many kids we've been able to serve. And it's been all kids. And so that tells me that our programming is pretty good, that kids aren't just being dropped off and right. know, babysat for. Yeah, no, exactly. And you've got a lot of stories of kids who come back who have become successful and like to share their stories of the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I love to hire kids who started at the Boys and Girls Club when they're six years old, mm-hmm. now 17, 18, adults, whatever the case. I love to hire them. And, and so they understand the Boys and Girls Club. They understand the Boys and Girls Club concept. They're great role models for kids. Some have made it and, and some don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I can tell you a story of a, a young boy who I knew seven years old, Zach Bond. Zach spent every day at the Boys and Girls Club. He ate at the Boys and Girls Club. He did his homework at the Boys and Girls Club. His mom was a great lady. And Zach grew up and became a football star. Oh, yeah. And he played for the Badgers. He's a linebacker for the Badgers and now plays for the New Orleans Saints. Wow. So that's a kid who, you know, needed the Boys and Girls Club and grew up and now is a professional football player. And I can remember when, you know, Zach didn't have 50 cents for a candy bar. Sure. Well, he, he can afford a candy bar now. <laughs> and um, But then there's other kids uh, who didn't make it. Sure. We deal with a lot of kids and a lot of kids from different backgrounds. We just try to put them in successful situations and hopefully help them grow into, you know, productive citizens for Washington County. Yeah, for sure. And and you do certainly see a good portion of the kids who grow up in this area and, and move on yeah. wherever their life takes them. Yeah. Sports League's big thing, of course, it's basketball sure. season now, right? Sure. So is sign-up already yeah. done for Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we have basketball leagues first through eighth grade. Yep. They've been going on over 20 years. They're mm-hmm. all school-based. So okay. just like the private schools, Catholic schools have their own leagues, the public schools are played through the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. So when I say school-based team, you know, the, the fourth graders at Green Tree might be playing the fourth graders at Fair Park. All of our Washington County, Hartford, West Bend, Jackson, Kewaskum, they all have school-based teams. All the games are played at the West Bend Club, but thousands and thousands of kids over the years have gone through our basketball leagues, first through eighth grade. We have volleyball leagues that start, and same same thing. They're all school-based. We have baseball leagues in the summer. And so sports leagues is part of what we do. But again, you know, n- not everyone wants to be the, uh, you know, the next LeBron James. Right. And so that's why we have art programs. Mm-hmm. That's why we have all kinds of different programs trying to put kids in situations where they can succeed. And, and I think kids enjoy that and like that. We don't pigeonhole them. They have a chance to come into the Boys and Girls Club, pick a program, pick an area, pick where you want to go. We don't want you just coming there, hanging out, causing trouble. Right. But pick an area. All the areas are supervised by staff. And I think that's what made us successful. Kids enjoy coming there. They meet friends there. They have fun there. And we have issues like anyone has issues. Sure. You know. Kids are going to be kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, let's just put them in a situation they can be successful. And I think we do that. And that's why we have the membership that we do. Sure. Now, what does it take 
to run the Boys and Girls Club. I mean, how, you've been doing this now <laughs> for 30 years, you said, right? And Yeah, I started in um, 1990. I okay. worked at the Milwaukee Boys and Girls Club for five years and then worked in Rockford in Chicago for three years as their director. When I started in Milwaukee, I was in operations. I, I really enjoyed that. You know, the Milwaukee Boys and Girls Club, when they talk about life and death and situations, I mean, the, the kids that we served in Milwaukee knew where their school was, knew where their house was, and knew where the Boys and Girls Club was. And, mm-hmm. and in Milwaukee, you know, that's all within a two-block radius. Right. And that's what those kids knew. But they were so appreciative of the what we did at the Boys and Girls Club. They didn't have much. And so they were really appreciative of, of what we did. And it was the same way in the Chicago area. I didn't get a chance as much to be with kids in the Chicago Rockford area because I was their executive director there. But then coming here, I mean, when we first started in 1998, we didn't have anything. It, it didn't look like the Boys and Girls Club of today. It was an old teen factory. Right. And it's grown to what we have today. And so I got to know a lot of the kids. I knew a lot more of them. I, I still know them today, but there's so many of them. Right. And I try to get to know their first names, but you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'd like to meet their families. There's so many kids that I don't get to meet all the families. But I, I would say patience is the biggest thing and just an understanding of where they're coming from and, and, and you know some of the backgrounds they're coming from. I, I don't think in all the years I've been running boys and girls clubs, uh, I've never met a bad kid. Right. I really haven't. But... Uh, it's the environment that a lot of kids come from mm-hmm. that causes the trouble. Sure. The so. nurture portion of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I met you back when I was on the radio, and it was for the 5K for Kids, I believe. We sure. had our first interview that we ever did. And then I emceed the event, and I had a weather guy from CBS 58, Chris McGinnis, went there. And I remember it was a big deal because he, he was a – college runner he so he ran the 5k in like 17 minutes or something stupid <laughs> sure. but somebody accused him of cutting the course because he was so fast <laughs> and then there was a like almost a runner's brawl um and, and <laughs> i i just remember it, it was it was pretty funny because they're two little guys that were uh, upset because they both ran really fast and uh it got competitive but the uh, the 5k for kids is one of your big big runs every you guys do that in september right that's usually in june oh june okay that's in june okay Honestly, the, from years ago, that was a run that was done in West Bend. Okay. And it was on a Sunday morning. And basically, West Bend Mutual came to us, Kelly Ty and Kevin Steiner over there, and said, hey, this is a really cool community run. Mm-hmm. And we did it in conjunction with Seafood Fest. The new oh, yeah. Rotary yeah, used to right. do Seafood Fest. And on Sundays, it wasn't as busy at Seafood Fest as it was on Fridays and Saturdays. Sure. And so... On Sunday, they wanted to have the run and keep it going, and they have been the sponsor now for since the beginning. It's called the Silver Lining 5K for Kids. That's right. But we continue to have that run and then give people reasons to go over to Seafood Fest on the Sunday so it would stay busy. Now, Seafood Fest has been gone for years. Right. And we continued to do the run. But it gave us a chance to have the run at the, at the Boys and Girls Club. It gave people a chance who really – wouldn't have any reason to come into the Boys and Girls Club, a chance to take tours and see it. And thousands and thousands of people have been in that run. <laughs> and um, it, it has turned out to be a great fundraiser. We probably raised forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 each year from that run. Now it's a timed event yeah, that you yeah. can qualify for oh, uh, really? a marathon. Yeah, oh. so it, it's turned into a little bit more serious. You can still walk and all that, but it, it's turned into a fairly, fairly serious run. And um uh, people want those rocks. We've, oh, we've yeah. given out rocks for years, so everyone knows about the rocks. They ask about that, but 
I'll tell you, we have a lot of sponsors of it now, and a lot of people have benefited, and it, it's really well known, and it's been around a long time, but it, it wouldn't have been possible without Silver Lining actually sure. stepping up and sponsoring, and we just took that over, and it's it's been awesome. A couple of years ago, we had a chance to run the race at West Bend Mutual for their 150th anniversary through the prairie. And so that attracted like 1,200 runners and walkers, and so oh, that cool. was really cool. But yeah, usually we just do it through the streets of West Bend outside the Boys and Girls Club. I know you have a golf outing, right? Is yeah, yeah we do a golf outing with the Hartford Rotary, okay. Boys and Girls Club and the Hartford Rotary, and we do it at Washington County. That has been really successful. We mm-hmm. wanted to get together and do a special event. Uh, I think a lot of times people think of the Boys and Girls Club, and they think of West Bend. You right. know, They think of the Prescott Center in West Bend. But we need to make sure that people know we're all over Washington County. And mm-hmm. so we try to have uh, events like this Saturday, we're going to have the glow run that the Jackson Rec Department does. We're helping out with that. We do the golf outing in Hartford at Washington County. We really try to have special events in each of the communities we're in. Uh, again, I think when people think of the Boys and Girls Club, they think of that big, nice building across from Regner Park. But, right. You know, it's much more than than just that. And so we have special events in each of our communities. Yeah, certainly. And then speaking of Washington County as a whole, Taste of Washington County is coming up. Is that December? December 1st this year. And we're excited to have it. Last year, because of COVID, we did everything online. So we made a little money, but it was boring, very boring (laughs) online. You also last year donated a lot of money back to the restaurants, right? Yeah. You know, the restaurants, this Taste of Washington County has been going on for 21 years. Mm -hmm. It's raised well over $2 million. There have been some great, great people part of Taste of Washington County, great committees. The faces have changed, but the the idea and concept of it hasn't over the years. And last year, yeah, it was time for the Boys and Girls Club to give back to the restaurant. So what we did is we still sold sponsor tables, and we sold sponsor tables for 2000 And we gave 1000 to the restaurants. People were able to go to the restaurants, have chef tables for 10 And okay. um, we sold like 25 26 something like that, chef tables. So, yeah, we were able to give $25,000, $30,000 back to local restaurants who have helped us over the years. And I think... I think that's uh, some people ask you. Well, what's a, how can a nonprofit do that? I, I think we owed that right. to those restaurants. If it is not for those restaurants over the years, there is no taste of Washington County. If right. it's not for you know Jeff and Sarah, Jeff Spirits, there is no taste of Washington County. You've got to have those vendors come in, and you've got to have those vendors with the wine and the beer and the restaurants. And so it was our chance to give back a little bit. And so now we're excited to. Have it back December 1st. We're getting sponsor tables coming in. I don't think ticket sales will be an issue. And so um, trying to get some restaurants and, and, you know, we're very, very privy and understand, you know, what restaurants have gone through. We're being careful with that. We have some restaurants that obviously want to come back, but we Mm -hmm. also have some restaurants that have been around a long time. They've been in taste that have to think about it. You know, staffing for everybody is a... uh, Huge, huge issue, not just here in Washington County, but in the country. And um, mm-hmm. uh, that's probably one of the biggest issues, not around, uh, not also around the country, I mean, but um, at the Boys and Girls Club, you know, staffing is an issue. And so these restaurants have those issues as well. So it's really nice if we want them to come to Taste of Washington County on a Wednesday night, but then uh, how are they supposed to open the restaurant? Right, no, exactly. So you got to be careful about exactly. that. Now, now, you do have some kids from the West Bend High School's culinary program. Yeah, right? we're trying to we're trying to work with them, the Westbury Cul- Culinary classes and get some kids over there to help serve. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll be able to do that. We're trying to get some of the teenagers from the Boys and Girls Club to help serve to kind of offset, 
if we can get one, one kid at each restaurant or two kids to help serve that evening and they can provide their food, we're going to certainly do that. And we haven't done that in the past, but you know, hearing some of the stories from the restaurants and the lack of staff and right. people not walking through the doors, even, even to interview or to yep. talk to, um, yeah, uh, certainly it's tough. There's a, a now hiring sign in pretty much every window in, in Washington <laughs> County and, and, and yeah. everywhere really right everywhere. now. Everywhere. Yeah. So. It's, it's tough. I, I, in all my years of hiring people at the Boys and Girls Club, this by far is the toughest time. But I, uh, that's everybody. Yeah. That's everybody. Yep, exactly. So. Same, same over here at Epic. So yeah. what can people expect for those who haven't gone to Taste of Washington County? What do you expect when you're there? Well, I mean, it's a fun event. First of all, you can know that when you're walking into Taste of Washington County, you're helping 2,500 kids all around Washington County. I mm-hmm. mean, so when you buy a ticket, when you buy a table, when you buy an auction item, you know that those dollars are staying right in Washington County for kids who, who need help the most. And so that's probably the coolest part of it. When you walk into it, you know, you're going to see wine vendors and you're going to see beer vendors and, and a lot of them on the outside of the room. In the inside of the room, you're going to see 20, 24 restaurants that are going to provide samples of all mm-hmm. their best things. And, and they're all Washington County res- or, or restaurants. So you're going to see that. You're going to see a live auction. Uh, you're going to see a silent auction. The, um, the event uh, starts at 6 and is usually wrapped up by 9 p.m. Okay. Um, the live auction starts at 8.15. There's usually eight or 10 live auction items. There could be leases on cars. There's, there's been veil trips. There's been trips to Scottsdale. There's been sports packages with Bucks and Packers type stuff. And so Great. we're really fortunate sponsor tables over the years. We've always sold 35 or 40 sponsor tables. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've ever had a chance to watch the live auction at Taste, it, it's a really neat thing because there are some really – really generous people who bid on our items. And, and that's another thing. I, I don't know if I've ever been, I've, I've worked for Boys and Girls Subs a long time. We have 30 board members. We have 16 board of trustees. I don't know if I've ever worked in a more generous community than Washington County. I, I think if you do your job as a nonprofit, now you got to do your job. You right. can't just window dress it. You have <laughs> right. to really do your job. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do, there are people and there are a lot of generous people in Washington County, and they've been part of our board of directors who have supported the Boys and Girls Club for years. Since 1998, we've raised almost $40 million. And wow. so that is from generous, generous people. Obviously, we talked about membership. How do we keep it low? $50 a year. You still have to raise the money. Our budget is about $1.3 million to run all these clubs each year. And so there are some generous people, whether they're board members or community leaders or board of trustees. Mm-hmm. If you do your job here in Washington County and, and I, taste or just overall boys and girls of anything we do, if we do that first class, we do our jobs, people really do take care of nonprofits here. Yeah, really for sure. Do. I've seen it as well. Yeah. And I, I echo everything you just said. It's a community that if you if you're a nonprofit that puts in the work, the community will support you. For no sure. question. No question. And they have over the, you know, since 1998. I feel really fortunate about that. Certainly. So uh, Taste of Washington County, tickets are, are limited when they go on sale. You said November 1st? Yeah, it? November 1st. Our board members will have tickets, but November 1st, people can get them at Jeff Spirits in West Bend. Usually we'll have 900 to 1,000 people. This year, I think, with everything that's going on, we hope to have about 700. Sure. And, and, um, and it's in the, the Washington County Fair Park. Yeah, it's park. at Washington County Fair Park. Starts at 6 o'clock. Obviously, plenty of parking. Yep. It's a really cool event. You can dress up. And there has not been a whole lot of social 
type events the right, last right. couple of years. <laughs> so I think I think ticket sales, obviously, I've seen sponsored tables already selling quickly. And yep. so I'm sure it'll be a cool event, a nice event. And we have a wonderful committee that plans that and puts that together. I mean, it's a lot of work to put that together. Sure, but, um, sure. It sure is a fun time. Even if I didn't work for the Boys and Girls, so I would tell you, still go to Taste Washington County. Sure. There's been a lot of fundraisers I've been at, even if it is the Boys and Girls, but I would tell you, yeah, don't go to that. But <laughs> Taste of Washington County is uh, one that I for sure would go to. Well, this will be my first one that I'm going to this year is uh, uh, our agency bought a table. and Awesome. Uh, uh, Gail sold us on it. So You'll good, have fun. Good, good work, Gail. You'll have fun, and if you don't, <laughs> then blame Gail. Okay, I will. Okay. I will. She'll hear about it. <laughs> Jay, thanks for all you do for our community. Uh, you've helped uh, with the 9-11 memorial on that side as well, and I, I want to thank you on that uh, on behalf of the board for the 9-11 memorial for all of your help and, and uh, your wife Kathy's help with that as well. Without you two, I don't think we'd be where we're at, and we appreciate that. But again, for all you do for West Bend and the Boys and Girls Club and all the families in this area, it's a, a great asset to our community. I don't know what we'd do without it, and we appreciate that. Well, thank you, Fuzz, and thank you for all you do. I've The 9-11 Memorial is something that, um, you know, I really felt compelled. Y- you need to help with that. Yeah. That's yeah. personal stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. That's that's why I got involved, and I appreciate yeah. you doing that, too. So uh, thanks again, and uh, good luck with all of your events coming all up. All right. Thank you, Fuzz. Thanks again for listening to 15 Minutes with Fuzz. If you like the show, please consider subscribing in your podcast player. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at 15withfuzz or visit 15withfuzz.com. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, and thanks again for listening.